Is fear keeping you from living the life you know you were meant to have? Are you fully using your gifts and talents to create a life you love? Or is fear making you play small? It's really, really important to understand what fear is and how to recognize when you're in that space. Because if you don't, fear can keep you from living a full, satisfying, and joyful life. Grab a pen for this one and let's dig in to today's episode. Hey friend, do you believe God is calling you to a life of more but not sure what that looks like or where to begin? Are you navigating a big life transition, loss, or facing disappointment because life doesn't look the way you expected? Are you questioning your passion or even wondering how to love your life again? If you're ready to discover how you can become the strong, confident, resilient woman God created you to be, unafraid to chase your dreams or color outside the lines, you're in the right place. I'm Sherry Shipley, a Jesus-loving, motorcycle-riding mom, funny and loyal friend who's been around just long enough to have lived through some incredible life experiences, weathered a few storms, and come out stronger on the other side. It's time to let God light our path so we can find our way to live with great joy and purpose in spite of life's circumstance. So grab your favorite beverage and let's dig in. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to jump right in. What is fear and where does it come from? Fear is a tool the enemy uses to make us miserable, to keep us from chasing our dreams, or to keep us playing small. Fear is fear is actually unbelief, which is the opposite of faith. God desires us to walk by faith, but the enemy wants us to walk in fear. So where does fear come from? Fear begins with a thought. Now follow me here, okay? Fear begins as a thought that creates emotions which, left unchecked, can take root and eventually rule our life. Now, there are many different kinds of fear. Fear of heights, fear of flying, fear of failure. And every fear has many different levels. But today, I want to talk about just one, fear of the unknown, because I am all too familiar with that fear. I know firsthand how crippling fear of the unknown can be, how it can keep you from living an abundant life filled with peace and joy. Now, let me explain. I was married 29 years to an awesome guy. He was funny and hardworking, and he was really kind. He never had a bad word to say about anyone. We lived a great life that we really loved. Now, I'm not saying that it was perfect by any means. That man could push my buttons deeper and faster than anyone on earth. And if I had to admit it, I probably wasn't the easiest person to always get along with. What I'm saying is there were definitely fireworks in our household, but yet we lived a life that we loved. I'm going to fast forward. 2013, our son graduated from college. He got his job, got an apartment, and he actually settled in a different state about five hours away from where we lived. Now, Greg and I loved parenting. We loved raising that incredible, amazing human. But I'm telling you, we didn't have much trouble embracing the next season, that new season of our life, being empty nesters. You know, at that point, um, Greg's career was at its pinnacle and my business was, was very busy and we were just loving life. Every free moment we had, we were either exploring, adventuring on our motorcycles with a wonderful group of friends or our home was filled with friends and food and laughter. We just really loved our life. Unfortunately, it didn't last long. It came to a screeching halt, actually November 2014, when Greg suddenly passed away while he was traveling for work. 
Well, I did all the things at that time. I did grief share and grief counseling, and I leaned really hard into my faith. I relied on my family, and I relied on my friends as well. And I thought I was really doing well. The one thing I also did, though, was I continued living my life as it had been. So Friday night dinners, you know, with couples that we knew and loved. And I made a point of never missing a motorcycle trip with our wonderful friends. But there was a void that none of those activities, even though they were dearly loved, that I wanted to do, there was just a void that couldn't be filled. So sadly, every activity that I participated in was uncomfortable at best. And it was no one's fault that my life had changed, but I didn't realize that I had to change too. So it took me a minute. Actually, it took me a very long minute. Well, if I'm to be honest, it was a few years. And I want you to hear me with that. I let myself live for years in the uncomfortable, in the empty. I played small because I believed life could never be good again. It took me a while to recognize that I was actually operating from a state of fear, fear of the unknown. And it took me a long time to fully understand just how crippling that was for me. You know, I was unwilling to to release, to let go of what I knew and what I loved because I was afraid. In spite of my strong faith, I was afraid of the unknown. I was afraid that life would never be good again. And the enemy was perfectly content for me to remain in that place of uncertain and unhappiness. You know, I finally reached a point where I just couldn't be there anymore. Matthew 6.25 says, Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life. I finally realized that we're not meant to carry the future and we're not meant to fear it because he promises to provide. So I made the decision to surrender. Now, it wasn't an easy decision, but I made the decision to surrender and trust deeper because I just couldn't stay in that place any longer. And so began this new season, this next level of faith, where, where I am now. Now, did that mean the clouds immediately were replaced with sunshine, unicorns, and lollipops? Well, no, we know that's not true because faith is a journey. Once I chose faith over fear, though, my life did begin to change. So I want to share with you six ways to recognize if you're operating out of fear. Because as I just shared, we don't always recognize when we're in that space. So number one, fear causes you to see the downside first, the worst that can happen. You know, do you ever find yourself struggling to see the positive outcome of a situation? Are you like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, who always spoke the negative first? If you answer yes to that, then you're operating from a place of fear. Number two, fear doesn't let you stop to think things through. Do you react immediately instead of taking a moment to think things through or consider other options? If you answer yes to that, then you're operating from a place of fear. Number three, fear convinces us to avoid anything new or unknown. Now, as I just shared, I stayed in that space far too long. Fear prefers we stay in our comfort zone in our familiar, even when that doesn't feel good any longer. Because stepping into something new allows us to explore what God has waiting, and the enemy doesn't want that for us. Number four, fear constricts rather than expands who we are. You know, fear tells us not to speak our opinions too loudly or to push our boundaries or dare to dream. Fear encourages us to avoid things that are new because of potential fear or rejection. You know, if it were up to fear, we would never get out of bed, let alone grow into who God created us to be. Number five, fear obscures 
your intuition. Do you know anybody who always seems to take action and when you ask, they tell you, trust your gut or go with your instinct? Well, when you're consumed with fear, gut instincts are hard, if not impossible, to recognize. And number six, fear often keeps us from making any decision at all. Now, I can remember when friends would ask me to, to go to lunch, and I would be excited. Yes, I'd love to join you for lunch. And so then they would ask, well, where do you want to go? Where do you want to meet? And you know how often I would just say, well, you know, wh wherever you choose would be fine with me. I mean, does that ever happen to you? Do you find yourself second guessing or avoiding making any decision at all? If you answer yes to that, then yes, you're operating from a place of fear. You know, again, I want to remind you, the enemy wants to keep us in a state of confusion, of uncertainty, and unhappy. If any of those resonated with you, then it's time to tell the enemy to take a hike. It's time to give your fear and anxiety to God, to trust in his provision. Philippians 4 verses 6-7 tells us, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It's time to, to surrender to his will because he has great plans for you if you let him. Jeremiah 29, 11, for no, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You know, in my last episode, I talked about the stronghold, it was labeled the strongholds that keep you from receiving. And in there, I explained how awareness is key for transformation. Once you see something, once you become aware, once you know it exists, it can't be unseen and it creates the desire for change. So, okay, now we've established that you're aware. So what's next? How can you find freedom from the fear of the unknown? So here's six things I want to share with you on what you can do to conquer your fear. Number one, understand it. Understand your fear is not based on reality. It's just a pile of self-limiting beliefs based on what we think may happen, not what's true. Because remember, that's exactly what I did after losing Greg. And I was totally unaware that I was operating from a place of fear. Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know him and he will make your paths straight. So understand that your fear is just self-limiting beliefs. Okay, number two, find the cause of your fear. Like I said, fear of the unknown is made up of our thoughts and beliefs. So when you're faced with an opportunity to step outside of your comfort zone, instead of being fearful, take some time to just search for the reason for your discomfort. Because once you've identified the cause, then you can brainstorm ways you can conquer your fear. For example, make a list. When an opportunity comes your way and you're fearful and you don't want to try it, make a list of pros and cons of what that opportunity might bring to you. And then use that list to recognize how you're operating in fear. Alrighty? Number three, question it. We know that our fear is not based on reality. We've just established that. It's based on our perception of what might happen in the future. The future that hasn't happened. So this is a perfect time to ask yourself, what evidence is there that supports this particular fear? Know that it's okay, it's perfectly okay to question your fear. All right, number four, accept failure as part of your journey. You know, in my case, fear of the unknown had a lot to do with my fear of failure. What if I couldn't create a life to, that I could love again? 
You know, starting a new journey, a new season definitely takes us out of our comfort zone and it opens up the risk of failure for us. So if you don't accept that failure is an option, then your fear will convince you to stay put. Remember, the enemy prefers you don't do anything and then live with regret. So remove the thought of failure as a setback and reframe it as an experience learned, a lesson to draw from, a necessary step for you to become who you were created to be. I promise you, if you continue to move forward, even when it doesn't look like what you want, you will get your desired outcome. It just, it takes courage and action. Number five, embrace the change. The more we resist change, the more it will persist in our lives. Resisting change keeps you in that place of discomfort right where the enemy wants you to be. Accept that you can't avoid change in your life and then understand that change is not to be feared. The more you are open to change, the more resilient and courageous you become. Trust me here, stepping out and embracing change will open you up to a world of opportunities and growth that you just can't even imagine. Do it afraid. Take the first step of trusting him to fill you with courage and confidence. Know that he will be faithful, and I promise the momentum will come. Isaiah 41.13 says, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. And number six, practice mindfulness. We've already established that fear of the unknown is created by your thoughts and self-limiting beliefs, but they're all held in your mind. And some of these thoughts and beliefs have been in our minds for a long time, like my story that I shared with you for years. And, And those limiting thoughts have a huge influence on how we live our life. You know, our fears can keep our minds busy with negative self-talk 24-7 if we let it. So taking our thoughts captive and replacing them with God's truth, that's the surest way to keep our minds filled with faith and belief in His loving care. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Listen, I am living proof that even though I am absolutely not living the life I thought I would, through God's grace and his mercy, through my trust and surrender, I am living a life that I love. It's filled with abundance, peace, and great joy. And I want the same for you. Become fearless. Be willing to step out of your comfort zone so that you can embrace life and live your dreams. There is no other way to live life to your fullest potential or create a life that you can love unless you overcome your fear and take action. Because it's only then that you'll become the confident, courageous, resilient person God designed you to be. Make your next decision from the place of power and freedom that's yours as his beloved daughter and then go live life to the fullest. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope this blessed you in some way, and I'll see you next week. Hey, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love for you to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. Not only do I love hearing how the show impacted you, but it helps other women to discover this podcast. I'd also love to connect with you on social media inside my Facebook group, Seeking Happy, Finding Joy, or on Instagram at sherryshipley.coach. I'll see you soon.